0: Much of the world looks to be in chaos. War dominates tens of millions of lives, from Ukraine to the Middle East and parts of Africa. At home, partisan politics and disinformation divide us where we need unity. And the climate crisis looms over us all. I'm Gavin Esler, and over the past few decades, I've covered some of the biggest stories which shape our world. Now, in a new weekly podcast called This Is Not a Drill, I'll be disentangling the threads of our age of conflict, talking to leading experts and on-the-spot reporters to help us all understand the threats of tomorrow. Follow the links in the show notes or search This Is Not A Drill in your favorite podcast player, where you'll find episodes already on the conflict in Israel and Gaza and how a return of Donald Trump to the White House would threaten global security and democracy itself. But first, by way of introduction to the show, I'd like to present an excerpt from our latest episode, hosted by my co-presenter, Oz Katterjee. Oz is a war correspondent based in Kyiv, and in this week's podcast, he talks to Ukrainian security analyst Maria Avdiva and investigative journalist Michael Weiss to get the real story on Ukraine's counteroffensive of 2023 and assess where we are in the largest ground war in Europe since World War II. Welcome to This Is Not A drill. Every second we are waiting for the Ukrainian army to liberate us. We wondered how long can Russians last?
1: We have to deoccupy all the territories that Russia is occupying since it's invaded in February 22, not only because of the mere fact that we have to win, but because of the fact that we have to liberate people there.
0: Ooh, uh, we were in a basement and they uh, arrived here and uh, called us out uh, we stand uh, near the garage uh, they uh, we think they like shoot us
1: these people are suffering they are suffering every day.
2: My Oz Kataji and I'm a conflict correspondent currently based in Kyiv, Ukraine. I've covered conflicts across the Middle East, in Syria and Iraq, and now I'm here witnessing Ukraine's resistance against Putin's forces. But despite their resilience, Ukraine's much-discussed counter-offensive this year has arguably failed to live up to expectations. But what's the real story here, and where does that leave the future of the conflict looking forward to 2024?
0: Our full focus is on the front line, we must all understand very clearly, as clearly as possible, that the Russian forces on our southern and eastern lands are investing everything they can to stop our warriors. And every thousand meters of advance, every success of each of our combat brigades deserves gratitude.
1: Ukraine will continue fighting, Ukrainians won't stop.
2: This? is not a drill. Hello and welcome back to This is Not a Drill. Winter has arrived here in Ukraine, as the autumn leaves have now been buried under thick white snow. And with little territorial gains for the Ukrainian armed forces in the spring and summer, criticism of Ukraine's progress in the war has been increasing in Europe and the United States. With the prolonged Republican inertia over military aid to Ukraine in the United States Congress, and victories for Putin allies in recent European elections, Ukraine's ability to keep its front line supplied in the now freezing temperatures has been strained and after spending the last nine months on a mostly defensive footing, the Russians are again trying and failing to go on the offensive in the east of Ukraine. But even under this pressure and as Russia ploughs more men and armour into the meat grinder of Vavdivka, there are strong signs that the Ukrainians have no intention of having a quiet winter, as their operation to establish a bridgehead east of the Dnipro River in Kherson has been a success. Later this episode, we will hear the Ukrainian point of view with security analyst Maria Avdiva. But first, how should we judge Ukraine's campaign to date? For a critical assessment of the war, we turn to an American journalist who's been breaking major stories on Putin's wars for many years. Editor of investigative news outlet, The Insider, Michael Weiss. So let's start things off going big with the counter-offensive. What happened this year? What didn't happen this year? Why and why not?
1: Well, what didn't happen is the Ukrainians did not reach the Sea of Azov, um, bisecting Russia's line of communication, which had been, I think we can fairly agree, the main goal of what they launched in early June. I mean, I think. One piece of the puzzle is the Russian fortifications and defensive lines were just too robust. Every Ukrainian I've spoken to about this issue says that they didn't fathom just how heavily mined they were. You know, NATO countries, the United States had been training up Ukrainian brigades on combined arms maneuver using heavy armor, um, the strikers, uh, you know, the the vehicles that have been provided by Western countries to kind of breach these Russian defenses. Um, The problem is when the Ukrainians attempted to do this, they got blown up. Most famously, that early debacle by the 47th Brigade, uh, in which they lost, what, half a dozen uh, vehicles. uh, Although, uh, importantly, every soldier survived. So you had a situation in which the Ukrainians um, resorted to what they know and do best, which is attritional warfare. So instead of trying to make a mad net, dash through dragon's teeth and you know these Russian defensive lines, they simply pounded the hell out of the Russians. And in that respect, there were dividends that started to get paid. Uh, On the best days uh, during the summer for the Ukrainian side, they were destroying 10 pieces of Russian artillery per day, or even more than that. And the idea was to simply wear down Russian defences, deplete Russia's morale, something which I tracked very closely. Uh, If you look at Russian Telegram, what the Russian military bloggers had said was that…
0: On This Is Not A Drill, we'll be looking at the conflicts, politics, corruption, power struggles, tech shifts and climate upheavals that are driving the world to the brink. As a follower, you'll get new episodes of This Is Not A Drill every Wednesday morning. And if you're one of our Patreon backers, you'll get every episode early. So join me, Gavin Esler, to get the full picture of our fragmented and chaotic world in our new weekly podcast, This Is Not A Drill.